Right now, you're listening to Omo Behind the Scenes. My name is Jerry Lynn. I'm here with Chris Jacoby and Rosie Deloach. And I wanted to know why they wanted to create a podcast about the violin industry. So, Chris, what made you want to do a podcast about the violin industry? I wanted to do a violin industry podcast not only because I was surprised when I realized there wasn't one, um, but I find in my interactions with people from media or who are doing video projects or violinists or even even young violin makers that um, their expectations for the wild, rabid romance of this industry um, aren't met by the job I do every day. And while there is a great deal of of joy and love and amazing things that, that go into changing your life. So you sit down and you serve instruments day after day. Um, there is a lot that belies that romance. And I think that all of us live in it together and share this disappointed feeling with ourself versus the standard we imagine and never speak to one another about it. And I was mm -hmm. hoping we could talk mm. about it. That's lovely. Okay. Yeah. Rosie, same well, question. What made yeah. you want to be? Well, as some, yeah, as someone who's been in the industry for 15 years now, it's easy to feel like someone on the outside looking in at all the experts myself not being conventionally trained not going to school to become a luthier there's a lot of anxiety a feeling that you don't match up to the real people in this industry and uh, i think that i believe as i've gotten to know more and more people in this field that that's pretty universal a lot of us feel that way, whether we've gone to school for this or not, we're all holding ourselves up to standards of uh, the greatest people ever and throughout all of history of violin making. And they themselves probably had neurosis yeah. as well. Yeah. 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 So maybe uh, we can, we can share that imposter syndrome as a place to be excellent from while we're telling good stories. That sounds yeah. great. What sort of things can we hope to expect in our first run of episodes? Fantastic jokes. <laughs> I've, I've jokes. heard them. Uh, Chris being inappropriate. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's, I'm, I, you got to do what you're good at, Rosie. Uh, I've... Great been, interviews, um, people in the field who are easy to talk to and know a lot and uh, have interesting things to say. Excellent. I've, I've brushed up on my history. We've got a lot of interesting characters throughout the past. Uh, we've got a lot of interesting characters throughout the history of violin making that we're going to cover and hopefully give you guys a fresh perspective on them. You'll learn that Jerry Lynn has a weird obsession with squirrels in the process. Yeah. Yeah. We can't stop him. <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say to that. So my <laughs> own interest in being involved with this is 
Uh, everything that both of you have said rings true with me as well. As I've met more and more people and people tell me more and more stories of, of how they feel inadequate and uh, of perhaps some of the, the things that aren't going quite right in the system today that I believe that we're on the, the cusp of having some really wonderful changes happen. And I'd like yeah. to be a catalyst to help make that happen. Yeah, and I, I feel like more and more, um, and I got to spend a wonderful week this summer with the two of you guys in Oberlin, Ohio, at a restoration workshop. Um, and I feel like more and more the spirit of that place, where everyone is there to help and to help educate and raise the standard and have us all doing the best work possible, is permeating more into the other parts of the industry, into what we publish how we speak to one another, um, how we take people seriously or not, and even to something as banal as how people talk about each other at the bar after an event and how derisive versus inclusive people have been in, in, in just my 20 years in the business. It's mm. the change has been marked and it has been really positive and uh, I'm glad to be part of it with you guys. That's great. I also look forward to just explaining to hopefully a wider audience uh, what it is, what's it, what is involved in being a luthier? What does that job look like? Uh, it's n not quite as mysterious as people make it to be. And if anybody who has some curiosity about that world or woodworking or is a violinist and wants to know what happens to their instrument when it goes to the shop, hopefully we can shed some light on what that is all about. And when you say woodworking, Hood? I, th I want to whistle. <laughs> Hoo -hoo. Whistle. Woodworking. Okay. Well. <laughs> Any other questions for us? No, I think that pretty much sums it up. Who the f*** is Omo? Yeah, we do need to say a little bit about him. Okay. He's leaving space so he can cut me out. <laughs> Good job. Good job, Jerry. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, no, we can we can keep the f bomb if you no design. no I don't no I'm I'm blushing. You guys can't see me, but I'm blushing. I shouldn't have f bombed. <laughs> So I figured that question is answered by episode one. Okay. Yes. That's why I, I didn't think it was necessary. The Omo Podcast can be found at omopod.com. If you'd like to leave feedback or a suggestion for an upcoming program, we can be reached on the Omophone at 240-686-5345. Once again, that's 240 686-5345 Invoke Sound plays our theme music. <laughs>